Kitchen. This is 3D or 2D.com's Duh 3D Show. Put on your 3D glasses now. If you're wondering what the 3D stand for, they are discussion, debate, and the news. We hope that you enjoy the show. Get it? The show? Duh. Hello, this is Adolf, and I have with me Jake. Howdy, folks. And welcome to the 3D Show 115, the first one of 2023. <laughs> it, has, it feels like it's been a long time, though. Seriously, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so some of the news that we're going to talk about isn't quite new, per se. <laughs> um, but we're trying to catch up. Um, and you know, with Christmas and all the holidays and New Year's and everything, it's just been... We try to get other podcasts done, so now that we got some time to talk about the news, let's go for it. So, a lot of these news things are kind of little things, um, so we got a whole bunch of trailers, uh, because the quote-unquote big game happened recently, um, and usually we get new trailers when the big game happens, the big football game that's annually, um, and um, which trailer of the many trailers that we haven't talked about do you want to talk about first? Uh, well, I didn't see the big game, so I don't know what trailers aired at the big game. Uh, but when I went to see uh, a Quantumania, boy, did I see a lot of 3D trailers. Okay. Um, so I guess you can just point. Uh, I mean, I've seen trailers, uh, a lot of trailers lately. I just don't know which ones played on the and um, the superb owl because I didn't watch. <laughs> Yes, and because we're not part of the NFL network, we can't say the whole thing correctly or else we'll get sued uh, to oblivion. (laughs) We could call it the hyperbole. Yeah. Anyway, um, so, all right. Let's just go through the list of all these trailers we got. Uh, This is an older one, but I'm surprised we haven't got a newer one. Um, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. It's a nice little kind of Tease with a whole bunch of different spider people jumping around. Cool. Yep. Uh, I was slightly disappointed. I didn't see Spider-Man nor, but what I did see, I was really hyped about. Um, definitely disappointed that it's not in 3D. Um, multiple times I've seen 3D movies, and I've never seen that trailer in 3D. I'm still hoping that's going to be a 3D movie. Um, Sony is, is pretty good about um, animated movie or most of its movies and animated movies in particular. And Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was quite nice in 3D. So mm-hmm. yeah. So I mean, I'll still go see it, but I would prefer it in 3D. All right. Uh, we got number 65 movie trailer. Now last year we were like, "What the hell is this movie?" It's about dinosaurs. Now we finally have a trailer, and are you excited or you're not? I'm there. It just looks like a movie. I'm not particularly excited. I mean, it's dinosaurs. Um, Adam Driver probably wasted again in a movie. Uh, it's dinosaurs, so I'll probably eventually see it. Um, yeah, I also kind of feel like this is probably not a 3D movie. It looks really dark. Yeah. And, um, some of the dinosaurs look weird, and it's surprising and and sad when they kind of, like, reveal a massive trailer and a massive spoiler in the trailer, 
And the you know the tra- the spoiler being oh he's from the future and he accidentally goes back in time. I was like, well, okay, it could have just been that surprise. Um, I don't really care how he got to dinosaurs in the trailer. I think you, yeah. I think they put that in the trailer so people would understand why it's called sixty five. Not that it's a sports movie or something. <laughs> or a civil rights movie. Yeah. Um, I still think the t- title's terrible. Yeah. it's uh, For a sci-fi movie, yeah. Because when you hear 65, the first two things you think about are, is this something have to do with what happened in the year 1965? Or is this some sort of football or baseball player whose number was 65? Yeah, so who knows? Um, all right, we got Shazam: uh, Fury of the Gods, uh, second trailer, and again, um, I've seen this trailer a couple times in theaters before yeah. 3D movies, and not 3D. This is not getting a 3D release, uh, and I would probably, I pretty much think 3D is donezo at Warner Brothers. They're just on a on a cost cutting missions. I mean, heck, they even are going to be distributing M. Night Shyamalan movies, which doesn't surprise me because he's a self-financer, so. Yeah, um, it's, it's disappointing. I mean, I guess they're trying to lick their wounds and try to get back into some kind of decent shape. And we got a whole bunch of DC news we're going to cover later in the show, but um, it's disappointing because the first one was in 3D. Um, mm-hmm. The second trailer kind of... Did the opposite of the first trailer, where it kind of like maybe not as interested in it. I'm like kind of like I'm so interested in it, but the hype went down. It just looks so generic. Yeah, it has like the whole trope of I don't want to be a hero no more, or you don't deserve to be a hero. And it's like oh, okay, um, I've seen that before. And um, yep. So it seems all right. Um, I'm not. Maybe I was too excited for it before now eh. um all right another here's a movie that i'm a little bit more excited for that i wasn't but my gut is still telling me I, i'm not i don't know uh the dungeons of dragons honor among thieves this got a new trailer recently and it's it's a better it's fun oh these trailers are fun and funny and i'm like going if the game was like this more people would play i mean it's this, I mean, it looks hilarious and self-aware, and it kind of reminds me of the of a Knight's Tale, but mm. then, but yeah. better. Yeah, I guess my big fear is that the best parts were shown in the trailer, and when you actually see the movie, it's probably not going to be that funny or that engrossing, and you know, that's just my kind of fear. But you know, hope does spring eternal. All right, in the the big game, we did have these trailers pop up. Uh, the first one, um, I think I shared it with you, a uh, new trailer for The Flash, which I think looks incredible. Yeah, and uh, it's I can, I can already hear fandom go, Ezra Miller, all is forgiven. And, <laughs> oh, God, he's... Well, I just sit there and sigh. They go, he's never going to get help. I mean, he's now too old to be in the 27 club, but uh, I would be surprised if he makes it to 35. Because, I mean, he is not going to get any help. He's just going to be indulged because it looks like 
from he knocked it out of the park. It looks like this movie's gonna be a smash. Everybody's gonna forget he's got problems. They're gonna indulge him and it's gonna be just another celebrity train wreck. I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I mean, I really do want to be wrong. But I but I think we've all seen this before. Yes, uh I understand what you're saying. Um I do also want to throw out there that I guess you're meant to say they, because uh, Ezra goes yeah, by they. Uh, I apologize. I meant to say they. Um, uh, I mean, because, I mean, Robert Downey Jr. came out of a spiral and did great. I mean, so I'm hoping Ezra Miller, they can do the same thing. I agree 100%. And uh, Robert Downey Jr., people forget, like, if you're like a, a long uh, Gen Z you didn't know about that the whole history of Robert of uh, Downey Jr. going to jail with drugs and being oh. in bad shape. And like people were thinking his career was over. And then oh, and it's multi-generational. His dad, it was a train wreck, too. Um, I, I, I so hope this movie is 3D because I think it could benefit so much from I, it. I don't think it's going to be because I think Warner Brothers has ditched 3D. Yeah. Um, and. I, in some weird way, the Flash movie being about a reset seems like a perfect timing. <laughs> so one of those weird things where they've, you know, and multiverses and multiple versions of it's kind of aged like a wine uh, in a way, because now multiverses are very popular and uh, parallel universes and uh, multiple people with the same character being in the same movie is totally OK. And. Mm-hmm. So when this movie was, you know, started being made, that might have been a really out there, trippy idea. But now we're totally used to it. So it, it's great timing for DC to hit the reset button after this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which I think we're already kind of thinking that they would be. So, but actually showing clips from other movies and having, you know, um, Michael Shannon come back as uh, Zod. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, that was a surprise. Yeah, and of course Batman. I mean, who doesn't love um, Michael Keaton? Yeah. So I, I still hope that the TV's Flash will be in there. I don't see why they wouldn't. Um, yeah, Justin deserves his cameo. I mean, he had cameo in in TV show, the movie Flash. So yeah, Miller they made a cameo in uh, the Flash uh, TV show. So Turnabout is fair play. So, yeah, that scene that they had, I, I imagine that they did not just get one scene. I, I just can't imagine that. <laughs> you know, Warner Brothers is like, yeah, if we're going to get together, let's do a couple of scenes, you know. Um, so I maybe the, the movie has changed a lot. And any scenes that he that um, Grant is in maybe got cut or, or changed. But I'm still hoping Grant is there because he definitely deserves that. And I think it'll be fun to have him. Um, if you're going to have multiple Ezra's, have a have him there, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. they scratch their head. Why this one flash is not quite like the others. Yeah. Um. So Flash looks awesome. I'm super hyped for yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the Transformers got a new trailer, the, the, and it looks essentially like the same, just slightly different uh, things. It looks like, a, it looks like just like another, uh, Transformers movie. And, and, uh, I guess good news, it's 3D. 
Yeah, that's kind of weird because um, they announced this in Paramount announced this in France in like a, a event they had in France, and it's like, oh yeah, it's a 3D movie, but we don't have that confirmed anywhere in the U.S. So I, I assume it's still going to be 3D here too, but I don't know why this trailer is not 3D. Uh, because they release movies in 3D in France, and they release uh, 3D Blu-rays in France. Well, that could be simply it. Uh, I mean, who besides the 3D archive is putting out 3D content for the home video market in the U.S.? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Transformers, a new one, it basically looks like, hey, let's uh, remake the first one and just have a Gen Z instead. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> um, now I this movie a Bumblebee 3D disc thank you very much you like that movie a lot haven't you, didn't you yes I did I want I want a copy of it on Blu-ray in 3D and I guess you're disappointed that the people that made that movie are not making this one right or it doesn't look yep. like it yep this, this trailer looks like a Michael Bay movie yeah like maybe his apprentice did it instead of him directly, but it still has that flavor. So yeah. I'm not um, I'm not sure if I'm gonna watch this at all. I don't have decided yet. I may just be like, nah. <laughs> if you think you're gonna get me to watch this, you're nuts. <laughs> I'm putting my foot down now. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um. All right, we got the first trailer for Fast X. Which might be 3D outside of the U.S., but who, I don't think it's going to be here. I mean, it'll be cool. Yeah. The trailer's insane. <laughs> yeah. A giant ball running around the street, <laughs> a different street, and um, yeah, it, yeah, it looks like fun, ridiculous action. Right down the wall, uh, the bank of a of a dam. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, if you give each of these people a minute of screen time, this movie is going to be like three hours long. Yeah. And uh, we finally got, like, not like a full trailer, but, like, a uh, little tease trailer for Mario where they're basically, like, advertising their plumbing. um, And this is very similar, if not identical, to the Mario Brothers TV show of the past. And it's quite funny. I think think this is going to be a great movie. I'm going to be stunned if somehow they don't land this perfectly. Yeah. I mean, I saw another 3D trailer, and it looked great. Uh, and uh, I don't know if they've remixed uh, Chris Pratt's voice, or I'm just used to it, but it didn't set my nerves off. Yeah, so... So I'm probably... But knowing the way Hollywood works, I'm just getting used to it. Yeah, um, it might just be the, the parts of the trailer they wanted to show off that didn't have him really doing his thing, and maybe... Yeah, and they had Luigi, which was nice to finally get to see some Luigi. Yeah. Not just all Mario. So, yeah, a, a lot of interesting, good trailers. Um, uh, what do you want to talk about next? I'll guess go on more about some of the 3D trailers. Uh, yeah, I saw a 3D trailer for, well, it's a teaser for uh, Little Mermaid. Oh, yeah. Uh, that looks really good, except for the fact it looks dark. <laughs> Oh, but the 3D popped. Oh, God, it looked gorgeous. Of all the trailers I saw before Quantumania, that had the absolute best 3D. Yeah, um, I, I definitely agree. It just, 
it's hard to have underwater scenes and after Avatar 2 because it's just like you have to compare them and it's like, yeah, this is still really set in dark areas. I want to see a bright and vibrant underwater scene. Oh, but um, it still looked good in that close-up of, uh, of, of Haley Bear. Oh, my God, it looked so good. Yeah. Okay, so I guess we, we mentioned Avatar. Um, it's officially a $2 billion worldwide movie. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, Avatar 2 and Titanic were switching places back and forth on the, on the you know, box office of uh, movies. So I don't know if uh, Avatar 2 finally overtook it or Titanic roared back, but it was interesting to see. It's been a long while since there's been kind of a, a thing like that, and it's Cameron versus Cameron. Yeah. Um, is Titanic re-release still up? I don't remember. I think I thought it was just like that weekend only or something for Valentine's Day. Um, here it's still playing. Okay. In three. Um, so Avatar Way of Water officially right now is $2.2 billion worldwide. And I think about a billion, if not a little bit more, is 3D. And I feel like most screenings of Avatar now are only in 3D. Um, so... The Avatar franchise is definitely here to stay, period. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we're kind of like, oh, is it going to be able to make it? Is it going to be able to, to get there? And I, I can't imagine Disney not be happy with this. <laughs> yeah, and we will see if this um, is a lifeline to 3D or not. I mean, it should be. Uh, I mean, money talks. And when half of your box office is 3D... That ought to tell you something. Yeah, it's it's just it's interesting that usually that was the case before, but this time maybe they're not thinking the same thing. Maybe they're thinking that it okay, well it's good for the Avatar franchise, but maybe not their movies because we haven't seen that many movies jump, you know, that we know of that we thought were going to be 3D but not. And like you know, 65 maybe that'll get in 3D trailer afterwards, or maybe Spider Man Across the Spider Verse, or Shazam Two, or Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Um, Look, I think uh, Warner Brothers is un- the as long as Zelensky's calling the shots. I figure there's not going to be any more 3D because he probably just sees it as a as an expense that uh, he can get away with. Not, but he may he may feel that um, box office isn't that improved by 3D. He may just see it as a an expense that he can get rid of. Like a lot of the ad campaigns and stuff, because you have to admit, Shazam's had a pretty lackluster campaign. Yeah, and yeah. That's, they're not spending any money, not really. Of course, debt, you know. Yeah. Um. So so far, uh, we haven't heard anything like, oh, this movie is going to be 3D, or, or this uh, studio is like, oh yeah, we're going to embrace 3D, and now the Avatar 2 is a hit. So we haven't yeah. seen that yet, but maybe oh. that's the come. Hopefully, who knows. Oh, yeah, and uh, and I saw the Guardians trailer in 3D. Yeah, I thought that was okay. Good, yeah. but not. It was the, the 3D was not as good as it was in 2 in this trailer. Yeah. I mean, mileage may vary because, you know, presentation. Uh, Regal, not known for their um, ex- exemplary um, presentation. Well, I saw an IMAX 3D. And I felt like um, the 3D looked better in an 
Guardians Galaxy 2 than it did in Quantumania. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a whole other different topic. <laughs> yeah, whole other show. We'll talk I, about Quantumania yeah. in a minute. In the, another I, podcast. Say about Quantumania. Yeah. Uh, but you're right about Titanic and uh, Wave Water. Right now, Wave Water is up uh, a million difference, one million dollars worldwide difference between Titanic and Avatar Wave Water. And like you said, um, if Avatar and with Titanic are still both at the box office at the same time, that might just be going up and down the next couple of weeks until both of them eventually drop off. After, you know, so. Yeah. They're getting on Disney's going to re-release Avatar in 3D again to get it over that. So it'll be the first um, three billion dollar movie. Now it is interesting that um, so top five uh, worldwide. Um, you want to guess them? Well, I would say the first one uh, uh, is Avatar. Okay, not adjusted for inflation because yeah, we're going. Odd numbers, no adjusted for inflation or ticket or or amount of tickets sold. We're just going for straight cash. Um, then the second one would be in game. Uh huh. Then I would say the third and fourth one are um, Titanic and uh, Avatar two because they're switching places back and forth almost daily. And the and fifth one fifth is going to be tough to figure out. All right. Do you want to take a guess? Uh-uh. All right. Um, here, it's a sound effect. Um, I don't know if you can hear that. Did you hear it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you're basically right. Uh, Avatar number one. Um, Avatar uh, Avengers Endgame number two. Avatar Way of Water number three. Titanic currently number four. And um, but like I said, the difference is one million. So that is going to change. <laughs> um, and Number five is Star Wars 7, uh, Force Awakens. Ah, okay. Not surprised I forgot that. It was, it's not exactly the most unforgettable movie. Yeah, it, it's it's weird. It's a weird movie because like I liked it so much when I saw it. And it's like, okay, I'm excited for this. But the, no. the, the, the predecessors kind of just messed it all up. I just thought it was okay. To me, that whole trilogy, the weirdest thing about it was like, I wonder why in the hell they cast Adam Driver. I mean, this guy is giant. I mean, the guy is a brute. And they did everything they could to make this guy look like he's Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't believe it. They're trying to make him look like this little emo boy. And I'm like, why didn't you just cast a little emo actor? I don't know. Um, they surra- good. They just, that whole movie just kind of, the whole... That whole trilogy just shot itself in the foot with the yeah. it made. The only one of those I really liked of the new Star Wars is Rogue One. Yeah. Um, to round up the top ten, uh, Infinity War is number six. Um, Spider-Man No Way Home, number seven. Jurassic World, number eight. Lion King, uh, number nine. And Avengers, number ten. The Lion King being the 2019 uh, CG version, not the original. Yeah. Um, and it's interesting to note, every single one in the top ten has a 3D version available. Yeah. But I want to tell you, people are are looking that 3D is is profitable. It's an investment worth uh, investing in. Yeah. But it, some guys, uh, 
take it as a cash grab and don't put the work in. The more it's it's one of those things that if the if the work is so good that it makes it worthwhile, people are going to be like, oh, you really got to see this in 3D. And then the people are like, okay, then I will, and they'll pay the extra money. But if it's if it's they'll just enjoy a, it. they may yeah. see it more than once. They may actually purchase the disc to see it at home if they have a 3D setup. It's a crazy concept, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. I mean, Jake, you did pretty damn good to get in the top five of all time. <laughs> yeah, considering I don't, since I tend to wallow in the lower lower budget movies. Let me just see for inflation, but inflation is all weird because inflation is really hard right now. But um, stuff. Well, uh, I mean, Gone with the Wind. I mean, it sold more tickets than any movie in the history of cinema. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Gone with the Wind is still technically number one adjusted for inflation. Mm-hmm. Or if you count tickets sold. Yeah. Um, and Avatar 1 is number 2. Um, Titanic, number 3. Um, Star Wars New Hope, number 4. And Avengers Endgame, number 5. Um, so it's still impressive that now you still have you know two of the top five of all time and um, adjusted for inflation. And as well, it's still... James Cameron and their 3D versions available. So, yeah. And Gone with the Wind is such a weird movie to really. People are like, oh, yeah, it's because it was popular. Well, yes, it was popular. But the theaters, how the theaters were in the 1930s, is not how the theaters are in the 2020s. <laughs> yeah. And amazing is, I mean, this thing made money hand over fist with the average ticket price being a dime. Yeah. And of course, this might have been the biggest movie they released in that decade. <laughs> so, oh, it's been released several times. Yeah, and it stayed in the box office for you know the entire year or two. So it just keep making money, and it's, so it's a different. It's not. I'm not take, trying to take away anything from Gone with the Wind, um, and financially, I, I. It's an interesting movie to watch now. Uh, to put it nicely, it it feels oh, really yeah. long. A Gone with the Wind is very problematic. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's it's not overtly problematic. It's something like, oh, uh, Birth of a Nation. Uh, but, I mean, it's not only does it have, you know, the racism, there's a bit of sexism. Yeah. I mean, it's made in 1939. It is a product of its era. I, I could definitely respect the art of it, though. Um, the art of it, it was pretty awesome back then. I've seen it several times. I mean, yeah, living outside of Atlanta, it's kind of almost mandatory that you go to the Fox Theater for your yearly jaunt to see Gone with the Wind. But I didn't see it nearly that often. But it And it is quite a spectacle to see on a nice big screen properly um, shown in, in a gorgeous Art Deco-styled theater. Oh, yeah, the Fox. If you ever get a chance to go to the city of Atlanta and go to the Fox Theater, go. The interior is um, done up like the Arabian Nights. Oh, my God, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's one. It's probably the most gorgeous theater I've ever been in in my entire life. Hmm. I don't know if Gone with the Wind would work if they converted that to 3D. Um, I haven't seen it. I don't, I don't know. know. Um it's bright, it's colorful. Um, 
I mean, it does pop. The colors do pop. Anyway, let's get back to the news and not talk about Gone with the Wind. For <laughs> um, I mean, it's not that great of a movie. Yeah, it, it's hard because I guess in that time, I can't remember any other movie from the late 1930s or early oh, 30, 1940s. But the perfect Hollywood year. I mean, um, any movie, I mean, came out was like, I mean, the closest thing to a bad movie I can think of that came out in 1939 is maybe is it Love Finds Andy Hardy, which isn't that bad, or uh, The Return of uh, Dr. X. But, I mean, that's the same year that Mr. Smith comes to Washington, uh, Stagecoach, The Wizard of Oz, which I personally would pick as probably the best movie of 1939. Now, uh, you know, that, 19- it looked great and converted to 3D. Uh, 1941 has Citizen Kane, which most people or lots of critics think is the best movie of all time. I actually think it's great. I really do think it's fantastic. Uh huh. Oh, I I love Orson Welles, and it, he was on top of his game. I, that is a great movie. I mean, personally, if I had to pick the greatest movie of all time, I would say Buster Keaton's The General. But that's me. Yeah, we could. That's a whole other different podcast. That's I think uh, might be a fun yeah. podcast though to, to put the goats. <laughs> The greatest of all time movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's keep going here. Um, okay. So, talking about theaters, <laughs> um, AMC has now uh, decided that they're going to try this new seating plan controversy. Or this new seating plan, and if you get the middle seat in the theater, that's going to cost more than other seats. <sighs> this again. <laughs> they really want the paramount decrees to be increased, don't they? They really want Cong. I mean, they're doing this because Congress is such a disarray and they don't think they'll get slapped with anything. I mean, but I mean, this is, I mean, the, stu- the studios and the theaters, when they own the theater chains, used to do this crap, which is why the government stepped in with the paramount decrees. Uh, they're just asking for a more government intervention. I mean, I can think of a million workarounds for this kind of crap. You just buy a seat anywhere and just move to another seat. <laughs> I mean, or, I mean, really, that's what I that's what I did as a kid at theaters that tried to pull this. And and I can remember drive-ins used to try to pull this. You know, they would try to have assigned parking. It went over like a lead balloon. Um, yeah, it's just, it's such a, I understand the logic behind it, but the thing is, um, it's just screwing the customers and the, it's, it's just. Greed. And uh, it's greed and it's the stupidest thing to do when there's a cheaper alternative to see movies called streaming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, you know me, I'm a hardcore movie geek. And I'm even, I have cut back my movie going to, I mean, I used to average two, three movies a week. I'm now lucky to do that in a month. Yeah. And and it's not just the money. A lot of it's the presentation. I mean, and the concessions are overpriced and crappy. The presentation sucks. The seating isn't that good anymore. I mean, it was for a while, it got real luxurious and now, like, when I went to see Quantumania, man, the seats where I went, they were awful. I mean, I had a backache. They were so awful. 
And it's it's one of those things where the theaters are starting to really become popular again after the COVID, and and it's like you're just gonna completely fumble the ball right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, concessions are so grossly overpriced, and the quality. I mean, then to add insult to injury, the quality sucks. I mean, you would think if a Regal's gonna charge you seven bucks for a drink, that it would be spot on. That the ice would be perfect. That the soda mixture would be perfect. Nah, man. It's like going to get a dollar drink at a fast food restaurant. Yeah, I definitely feel that. Um, whenever I went to go see Quantumania, they had a, a, a skull or I guess the helmet of Ant-Man. I don't know if you had that or you know about this. Nah, they didn't where I was. So the helmet you could buy for $29.99, which is like... But it's kind of cool. It's not exactly life-size, but it's like maybe 60%. Um, I don't think a child could wear it, but it, it's it's pretty close. Anyway, you could get your popcorn in there or, you know, get it. And we're like, well, we really shouldn't be spending the money, but all right, fine. It's a nice novelty. I don't know if I'm ever going to see this again. And I, I got it. And other people had the popcorn in the head. was like, no, I'm gonna get, I, if I'm going to get popcorn at theater... I'm going to get a bag because <laughs> that head is probably half the amount of size of popcorn. And we got a soda because you have to, you know, you have to get a drink to wash it down. And that popcorn was terrible. And that soda was mediocre at best. I feel like uh, I was talking to my wife about it. We we're like, the soda tasted just like uh, store brand soda, which when I'm drinking actual Coca-Cola, that's a big insult. <laughs> and, the popcorn tasted worse than the overall Redenbacher that we have at home microwaving it. So it's like, okay, um, I guess I have this cool head helmet thing, but um, that lights up. You can put stuff in it, but still, it's just like, that was $40. That's a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. I mean, drugs are cheaper than that. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, this is such a stupid thing, and uh-huh. it, it, it's just like really. And then you know, no one likes to get. Um, I think AMC thinks the crypto boys are going to come save their ass again when this goes sideways. Guess what? Uh, if you haven't noticed, crypto is crashing. The well, yeah, it's been crashing for a while, but yeah, it's it's just one of those things like nickel and diamond people. There's some people now that are just totally okay with it for some reason. I know, at least for me, it's like, no, I'm not going to do that. Just like how it was for like Uber and, and it's like, well, you know, if it's a popular time, it's gonna, you know, yet surge pricing. And it's like, you know what? If it's a popular time and you want to go out, how about I just drink at home instead? And not have to worry about even getting a, a, a you know, going out to a bar. It, it just makes it easier. So it, it just makes it easier not to go to AMC <laughs> if you're going to have this crap. Yeah, Go to, <laughs> so yeah, it's just it's a it, it's I can imagine like if this was a new thing, theaters are brand new, then sure, but you can't go back now. You can't change it now, and um, yeah, yeah. I, this is not a concert. This is not a live event. This is a repeatable event. Trying to nickel, I mean, if trying to act like Ticketmaster ain't cool. <laughs> yeah, Ticketmaster has been bad for like thirty I years. <laughs> I hate those a holes. Uh, one of the reasons I quit going to so many concerts 
because I don't want I, I don't want to deal with ticket bastards. Yep, they're definitely a monopoly. Oh hell yeah, I want. <laughs> yeah, no no argument for me there, Jake. I, I definitely hate ticket bastards too. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm the eighty. Uh, all right. So yeah, it's a stupid move from AMC. I don't know what the hell they're thinking, and this is going to backfire. And yeah, well, of it's, course it's going to backfire, and it's and they're not going to get bailed out this time. Uh, all right. Um, we got a, you know a actual new movie that's going to be a 3D movie, um, which I would didn't know about until a couple weeks ago. Uh, Scream Six is a 3D movie. Cool. Yeah. Was a hell of a surprise. Who would think that the sixth movie in a series would be 3D? Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm gobsmacked and and I'm like, good on you. In fact, I'll actually go see it. <laughs> Just for the solidarity. And I don't like screen movies. And it's it's one of the rare um I think it's radar. Um R-rated 3D movies and definitely horror 3D movies have been quite rare recently. Um, it, it, there is a nice history of horror 3D, but it, it is quite rare nowadays. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I have not caught up with the Scream movies. I think I watched the first one like that, and I think the second one I thought was bad, and then the third one, I was like, I'm done. And then it, the franchise kept going, and now it's up to six. And I think, I, I don't know. Body count. Yeah. Um, now, New Jake, um, he said that he's excited to review it. Um, and he's seen every single one of these movies. So he is actually the best person to potentially review it. So, uh, And uh, I look forward to reading his review, hearing his thoughts. Uh because I do, I, I mean, I don't hate these movies. I mean, I, I mean, but I don't think they're as good as, let's say, Saw. But I do think they're better than the ones that I've seen of them. I think they're better than most of the Final Destination. Final Destination are just a series of vignettes with some cool kills in it. So it's definitely exciting to see a new movie that we had did not know about um, yeah, get a 3D I'm, release franchise horror because simply because the whole thing of a franchise is one of the things that makes horror so great is the shocks and the surprises and it's hard to have that when you have to have reoccurring characters for a series yeah i have no idea of a standalone either i think they're trying to reboot it with five but then they're not rebooting it it's 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 kind of confusing Well, um, they cast uh, Ortega, and she's like the hottest thing right now because of uh, Wednesday on Netflix. Yeah, I told uh, Jake, uh, new Jake, that I was like, uh, have fun reviewing this. And it's like, what do you mean? And it's like, you're going to have to tell people not spoil a horror movie and say if it gets a good horror movie, one, that's hard to do. For a horror movie, and then two, you have to explain if this is something that people that have not seen the other movies, like myself, could watch because yeah. we want well, to know if it's self-contained. Um, so it might be hard to re- review. I was like, yeah. I'm g- so um, aren't exactly what I would call horror horror movies. So 
yeah, it's exciting to see that. And it's like, okay, cool. A new one, you know, um, for the most part, all the movies we kind of assume are going to be 3D or, or either not 3D or not, or they are, but we, mm-hmm. we haven't had any new stuff. So that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I would get to see a, a Scream 6 trailer in 3D, but I didn't get to. Yeah. Um, now, uh, I don't have a, a segue. Uh, Avatar 3 got some news. Ah. So, uh, they're gonna find another kind of Navi, and this is gonna be a fire-slash-ash Navi, and apparently it's gonna make everything else look in a different light compared to the other movies. So this Navi isn't gonna be as friendly. Um, which, we're kind of joking about in the spoiler cast, like how many different versions of Navi are. I guess there's plenty of them, if there's gonna be a fire version, a water version, and a jungle version. Ah, oh, <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, I can be like Pokemon and have just different kinds too. <laughs> psychic. <laughs> Electric type, psychic type, <laughs> ghost type, <laughs> yeah. plant, plant type. Um, yeah, so I, I I cannot have any... I completely trust James Cameron with the filmmaking. So I, I have absolutely nothing to say negative towards Avatar 3 because he definitely has shown... Well, yeah, it, when he's the director in charge, not when he's producing. He, yeah, when he's the director, he 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 gets the butts and seats. Yeah, and he's going to make it a spectacle and at least be fun to watch. So uh, it'll be enjoyable. All right, um, we got a Golden Globe win for Wakanda Forever for Manjula Bassett, which is well deserved. She had definitely hit it out of the park in that movie. Yep. Sure did. <laughs> and she's a serious contender for the Oscars. Um, but yeah, I, I she, she hit it. She was amazing in that movie. I said that in my review that she really hit it out of the park and gives it her all. And mm-hmm. um, I hope the Oscars don't snub her, but you never know at the Oscars. Yeah, I mean, I mean, she deserves. I mean, I'm not going to say she should win because there's lots of good performances, but. For God's sake, nominator. She deserves at least that. Yeah. Yeah, considering so much good stuff, the Oscars just snub year after year and don't even nominate. All right. Um, we got some Disney news, which um, I guess you can really see how much they're really kind of bleeding money that they're they announced a lot of big franchises, and I guess all of these were inevitable. Um, to a degree, and it, it's still kind of disappointing, but totally understandable uh, financially. Artistically, I don't know how they're going to do these things, but all right, let's just get out of the way. Toy Story 5, uh, stop it. <laughs> Leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, don't care. Zootopia 2. I thought they should have ended at 3. I mean, 4 was okay. I'm not just I'm not enamored with four like everybody else. Yeah, I, I still love four, but how many times are they gonna do that well? Um, and if uh, Lightyear is any indication, maybe they're not really sure what to do next. <laughs> um, Zootopia two. Zootopia was a, a big surprise. I really really enjoyed that first movie. Um, yeah. I have no idea where you take the story from there. Yeah, everything doesn't need a sequel. Now. Frozen 3, obviously. We you saw that coming a mile away maybe five years ago because yeah. um, 
Frozen 2 is a big success, and if not better than the first movie. So, yeah, that's obvious. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they've been working on it. Yeah. At least getting good music and stuff, because the second one, what made it work is the music was better. So I- I'm definitely game for Frozen for all of these, but I'm also kind of hesitant. It's like, okay, if you're just going to put the sequel card when you're, when you're you know, bleeding money and, you know, laying off thousands of people, it's just kind of like, okay, just more sequels. Hmm. Yeah. Are, we, are we getting new cars as well? <laughs> oh, personally, I'm just, I guess, wait till uh, January 1st, 2024. Uh, Mickey Mouse becomes public domain. <laughs> and that, that's. Where's my Air Pirates movie? That's how uh, the Pooh uh, horror movie came out last year, right? Or this year? Because Winnie the Pooh went out <laughs> of uh, public domain? Yeah. And uh, and uncreative people. And heck, I don't even think it got more than a one-day screening around here. Actually, somebody told me if I feel like going into the middle of the state, I might be able to find some indie theater outside of the regal uh, monopoly. And find a screen if I really got to see. <sighs> but with five, with gas still, I mean, it may not be five dollars a gallon, but do I really want to sp- spend a tank of gas to go see a crappy movie that's going to be streaming in a week or two, probably? Yeah. Um. So yeah. Um. It's expected that some they're going to just go sequel and sequel. Um. And you know, considering that Quantumania has made a decent amount of money, I don't see the the MCU going anywhere anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, MCU is is pretty much the reason movie theaters are still around. Yeah. Now speaking of the MCU, uh, John Krasinski said um, he hasn't had any discussions about coming back as Mister Fantastic, which is disappointing, but also understandable. They could just have him being that one movie and and yeah. Doctor Strange. Well, with the way the press is, I wouldn't. I would take everything with a grain of salt that anybody says. I mean, Marvel's trying to keep some secrecy and surprise people, and there's just so much. There's a whole industry of people who just spread garbage for clicks and likes, and and about every topic. But there just seems to be a subset of toxic fandom that thrives on this crap. Just bullshit about the MCU. Yeah. Yeah, the whole rumor mill is definitely yeah. right. Uh, and I, theory, the theory Phil, I guess, yeah. I don't think anything serious that anybody says, because it's, they're trying to keep things secret, and um, and and and, t- and with the way things have been, the, the movies have been going, that's the least of their problems. The same people who scream about all this stuff, you know, are the same guys that are screaming about the quality of the movies. So I don't yeah. take it serious either. Yeah. Um, I don't, if they don't want to have him for return, I'm fine with it. If they want to keep him back, sure, I'm fine. I completely trust them, you know, Marvel with Doctor, with um, the Fantastic series. I felt like even when they disappointed me, I still like the movies. I, I don't hate any movie to, you know, to a degree, um, I may not watch some movies multiple times, but I don't hate. Yeah, it'd be tough 
because it's going to have to compete against The Incredibles, which was the best Fantastic Four movie ever made. Yeah. All right. So we'll see what happens, Mr. Fantastic. Um, keep her, don't keep her mind open. Maybe they keep him. Maybe they don't. Maybe they do something else. Maybe he cameos. Uh, who knows? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Sony. Oh, Sony. <laughs> we, you, you thought that going um, Morbius, going into a movie, uh, was, was scraping the bottom of the barrel? Well, they found an even lower bottom of the barrel, man. <laughs> uh, do tell. So, Donald Glover, love him. Don't get me wrong. He's great. I love Donald Glover. But Sony decided that they're going to have him be a, a Spider-Man film. Um, or Spider-Man, I guess, I don't know. Their Sony-verse. And it's the whole movie is going to be about the character Hypno Hustla. Hopefully, let Donald Glover and his siblings go apeshit wild and do their kind of a spin on a Deadpool-esque uh, romp, because otherwise it's going to be what? Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I'm pretty knowledgeable about the Spider-Man um, Rose Gallery, and i like, who the hell is this? <laughs> I had to dig deep and we the bottom of the barrel. But hey, uh, the Harley Quinn show made Kite Man interesting. Yeah. Um, so he was first in Peter Parker's Spectacular Spider-Man number 24 in November of 1978, created by Bill Montalo and Frank Springer. Springer. Um, so his abilities is hypnosis via specialized guitar. Yep. And his boots grant knockout gas projection. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he has retractable knives in his soles of his shoes. So, yeah, yeah this is... It's a set. Be... This is the set. This is why I quit reading comics. For... <laughs> Just shook my thought. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. F this. Yeah, I mean, even for comic books, this is weird. This is some crazy-ass shit. <laughs> I don't forget that. I mean, okay, look, I'm totally game having him in the, as a, a Spider-Man, you know, one of the rogues he, he does real quick. Sure, you can have him as, you know, not the main character, of course, the main villain, but a secondary or third villain that he has. Sure. Uh, but I would uh, would take this with a grain of salt, because remember, Sony also uh, claimed they were doing a whole series of Aunt May movies. Yeah, and that was a, and that was just to fool people so they wouldn't know they were going to kill her off. <laughs> so, um, yeah, th- this is just so out there, um, and it's just like really, Sony. Yeah, at this point, don't you feel like you're being trolled? Yeah, um. Like, this is like Polka Dot Man. Yeah, have him as one of the other characters in the movie. Oh, God, Polka Dot Man was so cool. I just I see the, uh, the, tr- the Polka Dot Man trilogy now. Yeah. You know, having him be uh, uh, in the 
team or be part of a movie but not the main star, sure, have some fun with it. You know, I wouldn't be mad if, um, you know, Warner Brothers decides to have Condiment King as a joke, you know, Batman villain, you know, as a joke. You know, that sure. But I don't want Condiment King to have his own damn movie. He's stupid. <laughs> yeah, well... If they do something, if if somebody comes up with a great twist on him, but the thing is, when you come up with a great idea like that, uh, you should introduce him in something else to create a demand for him. Because there's nothing worse than having a great idea and putting it out there, and the vehicle you choose is something nobody's heard of and isn't interested in, and they ignore it. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, even though Guardians of the Galaxy was an unknown quantity, the Marvel Cinematic Universe was not. So people took the chance, because so much other stuff had been good at the MCU, that they figured, I don't know who these characters are, but that trailer looked good, and I'm going to check it out. And they were delighted. The one thing I keep thinking about, if his powers are from his guitar... Is the guitar going to have more powers? Like, he's going to have flame, just like in Mad Max Fury Road. You know, whoo! <laughs> yeah, have, have to have a special amplifier. Uh, what power does he have? The power uh, of the 3.5 millimeter headphone jack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so guitar is useless against a modern iPhone. <laughs> well, a, a bunch of other uh, phones ha now don't have uh, headphone jacks, not just iPhones, so it's not just them. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's just weird. Yeah, no. plug in, um, he has no power. <laughs> yeah. Um, apparently, there's a comic. What does that do? And, how does you, and, and where do you get strings to uh, replace on a super-powered guitar? I don't think you can just go to Guitar Shop. Guitar Center, yeah. <laughs> a villain Guitar Center. <laughs> yeah. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> um, yeah. Esther. Uh, yeah. And are they going to have, like, the, the goofy-ass, you know, spiral to be in the eyeballs of people to get hypnosis from this guy? <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, man. Do you remember that shit? <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sony, Sony, Sony. Oh, Sony. What are you doing? What are you doing? We still haven't had any word about uh, any of their movies besides them being delayed. Like, we don't have any trailers or posters or anything on Craven or Madam Web or whatever the hell else they're going to come up next. Yeah, I'm starting to think Sony's becoming like Warner Brothers, just announcing stuff to juice their stock. Yeah. They have... Yeah, because under under Chapek they were doing that. Disney was doing that, just announcing stuff left and right, and I, and a lot of it never came to fruition, or it was severely delayed, or changed up, or whatever. Now, um, this is an idea that a lot of people have been saying they want, and I would be smart of Sony just to listen to the people and give people what they want, and why not have a Venom? versus Spider-Man movie and have that Spider-Man be um, Greg Garfield. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That could work. Yeah, yeah a, a lot of people yeah. think uh, Garfield deserves another Spider-Man movie. 
So, and having that venom, yeah, I think that could work really well. Or he seems to be willing to do it. So, I mean, I'd go for it. That seems like an easy, easy payday for everybody. Yeah. So, strike while the iron's still relatively warm. Not hot anymore, but <laughs> still, you know, fast track that movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I should have already announced it. And it should already be in pre production. And if it's not, what the hell are they thinking? <sighs> All right. Now we're going to leave the biggest news topic for last, which is a whole bunch of DC news. DC Warner Brothers. Um, so. Where do we even begin? Because the last month and cha- or two months, it's been a lot of DC news. <laughs> um, so, okay. Gunn officially announced a DC slate, and um, which I, I have faith in Gunn. I think he, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. The um, thing is, everybody else at DC does. Hey, if they trust him to be one of the co-CEOs, I... Uh, let him do his thing and just de- and see if that works. If that doesn't work, then God knows who can fix this. Yeah, well, the thing is, the way they announced it, everybody kind of is acting like James Gunn's in charge now, and he hasn't started yet. Yeah. And uh, we have all these movies that have to be released because the money's been, they need the money. Um, so you've announced a reboot. Yet you have all these movies, um, so I don't think a lot of them are going to do very well because people are going to go, "Why see this? It's all going to change anyway. It's not going to further the bigger story." Because you have to admit, when it comes to superhero fare, people are more seem to be more interested in the shared universe than the individual movie. Yeah. So, um, all right, let's, let's just go through all the different parts here. Apparently, The Rock declined to do a cameo in both Shazam 2 and the Flash movie, which is like, really? Come on. Um, apparently, The Rock was, Dwayne Johnson was like, oh, Shazam is too corny. I don't want to be part of that. No, um, I don't like uh, Levi as an actor. And I was like, um, okay, yeah. It, it just It's so weird seeing Shazam 2 and... Not, and then already having seen a Black uh, Adam movie and just having no connection between them, it just seems so weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why Why not? I think, it hurt. <laughs> I think it hurt Black Adam. What was that? I think it hurt Black Adam not being tied into Shazam. Oh, yeah. Um, and then it's like, why not just get off your high horse and take your paycheck for one day of work? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and also, I think Black Adam was hurt because nobody knows who in the hell Black Adam is except people who know who Shazam is. I mean, they teased uh, that there was another chair in uh, the Wizards. Um, uh-huh. But and anyone that knows Shazam and Captain Marvel knows Black Adam is just it's a main antagonist. So it's like, OK, um, uh-huh. sure. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Rock wanted to go up against Superman, and a lot of that was to do with because uh, him and Henry Cavill shared the same management. But yeah, he said because uh, Cavill's out too. Yeah, um, and Cavill seems 
out of everything. It seems like he wanted out of The Witcher, and he's out of The Witcher, and now he's out as Superman. And Cavill, or not Cavill, uh, Johnson was like, oh, we have a, we already made $400 million worldwide. And that was like, you know, back in December. And it just wasn't true. And it's just it's fake news. And I guess the final amount of money, it's less than $400 million worldwide. It's $392 million, which it's not horrible per se, but it's not that good either. Especially since Dwayne The Rock Johnson is, is well known and... Um, you think he the the movie could carry on with 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 him being the star? So yeah, four hundred isn't terrible per se. It's just disappointing and him lying about it and saying, "Oh, we already made this in a month." And it's like, no, he didn't. Stop it. Yeah. So yeah, Johnson is just I don't know. I can imagine that um, he just kind of burnt his bridges with DC. Yeah, and I think we'll see him in a. Another Hobbs and Shaw movie or something, or he'll suck it up. And if he wants to keep making movies, he's either going to figure out a way to get himself in the MCU or make peace with uh, whoever he's fighting with in the Fast and Furious uh, group and go make one of those, not just a Hobbs and Shaw movie. But, yeah, he... That it was surprising how little that movie made, considering how big of a star um, The Rock is. Yeah, and I don't think it was that horrible to, to you know. So it was fine. Um, well, all right, well, they're fine. I mean, they're not great pieces of art, but they're fine. They're entertaining. They're worth seeing if you're into that sort of thing. Now, uh, Wonder Woman 3 is officially canceled. Um, that's interesting. Um, so we're never going to get the next Wonder Woman adventure, which is both happy and sad because, you know, it's sad that they're going to end it with 84 being the last Wonder Woman. <laughs> Look, uh, I liked that movie. I didn't hate it. But the reasons I liked it were more, had more to do with Pe- Pedro Pascal than it had to do with Gal Gadot. And if you're making a movie about Wonder Woman, that's not a great look. When your uh, male um, antagonist steals your movie out from underneath you. Yeah, and it's also weird when everyone points out the obvious that it's like, um, did she just uh, sexually assault that guy? That she took her mind. (laughs) Um, Uh, Yeah. But, hey, (laughs) fiction. Uh, I'll worry about it when Amazon's are real and magic amulets are real. Um, And it's it's sad, though, because we have never had a a, a contemporary Wonder Woman movie. The the first Wonder Woman movie was set during uh, World War and one. And then this is the second one is set in 1984. I mean, Justice League doesn't really count. Um, I mean, it does and it doesn't, but like you haven't seen a, a contemporary movie with Wonder Woman, and that's sad. That I, I wanted to see what you know stuff could go against her, you know. <sighs> From the Snyderverse, we never got to see, but hey, we're lucky to get anything. The mess and the greed between. Um, all the various back dealings and crap and Jeff Johns and all that garbage. 
we were lucky to get anything at all. All right. Uh, so Gunn uh, is actually writing the next Superman movie, and he's supposed to be very young. It, um, it's supposed to be a very hopeful, light movie, which I'm 100% in favor of. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm game for that. You? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I'm curious to see who they cast. Um, obviously, Cavill is out, which is it's so weird that the whole situation of him coming back and him leaving and just like, just don't well, stop it. It's like Ben Affleck did as Batman. So uh, par for the course. Um, another DC's had the comic book company as well as the cinema have always had problems. And I think and, a lot of that happened with um, Marvel's uh, never had like a big three. Well, they did in the Golden Age, but Marvel's always listened to their fan base. Whoever's popular, they push. Like when the X-Men were hot, everything was X-Men. When the Avengers were hot, when Deadpool was hot, Wolverine. But DC has always tried to push Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. It doesn't matter what else sells. Those mm-hmm. are the three, and everything is around those. Because, I mean, like, I couldn't believe they didn't learn from Aquaman made a million, a billion dollars at the box office. So why in the hell are you doing it, aren't doing a Justice League with Jason Momoa leading it with Gal Gadot? I mean, because they were... Uh, they proved that people wanted to see these characters. No, they're just pushing the same old crap that they've pushed for the last 75 years. So uh, here's the rest of the slate uh, that they announced. Um, Creature Commandos, a seven-episode animated series. Um, sure. I have no idea who they are. Uh, they're just uh, like Wolfman, Dracula, Frankenstein, Monster, you know. Okay. Um, Waller, a spinoff of uh, HBO Max's Peacemaker, uh, starring Viola Davis. Hell yeah, I'm I'm game for that. <laughs> yeah. uh, Viola Davis has been like one of the few people that have transcended and always been great. And Sharon only has like a few minutes or seconds in the movie, and she hits it out of the park each time. Mm-hmm. And to, to TV shows as well, she was great in Peacemaker, and so. Yeah. Um, and then Superman, Superman Legacy, so that, okay. Um, Lanterns, which is a, a TV show. Well, um, it, it's weird because there was a Green Lantern TV show, but that got scrapped. And then this is going to be a new movie, or, or but have multiple ones. Uh, mm-hmm. The fact that they're calling it Lanterns suggests that they're going to have the whole rainbow version. Uh, all the rainbow-colored uh, Lanterns. Yeah, um, I kind of feel like there's too many colors there. <laughs> Seven, no, nine. That'll be, um, and I have a feeling they're probably not gonna. We're not gonna see them all. At least I hope not at first, or that's gonna be way too confusing. I mean, um, it seems to, they're gonna prominently have feature Hal Jordan and John Stewart. Which okay, cool. Okay. Um. All right, the authority. I never heard of that. Um, the Wildstorm um, stuff. It's it's basically kind of an, a more adult take on Batman and Superman and Wonder Woman, but they just give them different names. 
Um, okay. Uh, Paradise Lost, which is quote-unquote HBO Max TV show that's like Game of Thrones style set in Themyscira. Ugh, it's, I hate this. Of course they're going to do everything they can to be like Game of Thrones because Game of Thrones made money. Yeah, I, I hate that idea so much. It's just so uninspired. Yeah. And I guess it's supposed to take place before Wonder Woman 1, which is like, I don't really care <laughs> when it takes place. Um, they ha- It's literally their own island that's off of time. They could do whatever they want with the timeline. <laughs> um, the Brave and the Bold, which is the introduction of DC Batman. So this is going to be different from uh, the Batman sequel with Patterson. Yeah, well, a Brave and the Bold is one of my favorite DC books of all time. It started out as an anthology, and then it became a Batman team-up book, which was awesome as hell. You got to see every month, you get to see Batman have an adventure with somebody you normally didn't interact with. Mamma mia! Yeah, um, the cartoon was supposed to be pretty good. I, I never watched it, though. The newer one? <laughs> yeah. I've seen a few episodes pirated. It's not streaming anywhere. Um, but yeah, that's game. Yeah, sure. You're going to have a different kind of uh, Batman? Yeah. Sure. It could be awesome. Maybe um, we'll and have like the Batman and the Haunted Tank. And then, of course, Patterson gets a sequel, which well-deserved. Um, Matt, you know, Matt Reeves is still going to direct that. And uh-huh. that's um, so, yeah, that's going to be its own thing. And it's not going to be attached to their new universe. And right, I'll have another Batman. Yeah. Um, there's going to be a new Booster Gold TV show on HBO Max. I'm game for that. It might be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Booster Gold's a great character. Him and Blue, and him and Blue Beetle, the blue and the gold. It's, it's... They really missed when they, they should have had Alan Tudyk and uh, Nathan Fillion be Booster and Beetle. They would have been perfect. They may be too old for it now, which is a damn shame, but they would absolutely perfect. Well, this year is supposed to have the Blue Beetle come out still. Um, so yeah. maybe they'll yeah. do it later. Jamie Reyes. And I don't, I, I, he's okay, but I've just have always liked uh, Ted Korg. He's always my favorite Beetle of all of them. Um, and it's interesting, too, that um, Booster Gold was going to be... Um, mentioned in Legends of Tomorrow and then the they the final or what was the final season, you know, the son of Booster Goad was like introduced in that in the episode and basically cliffhanger and it's like, come on, really? And yeah. Just... <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, and then they just can that show. And I'm like going, why? And of course they sold the CW. Yeah, that that definitely needed a, a, a. It was so frustrating because I liked that show so much, and they had a great season. Like one or two episodes before that finale could have been the great series finale, and they just squandered it. <laughs> yeah, well, they squ- that whole network they squandered so many opportunities and things. Um, we got a new Supergirl movie. Um, which okay, um, the Supergirl that's going to be shown in the Flash movie is going to get her own movie and. I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay. So I guess she's going to really be a Supergirl, not just a female cow L. So that's that's good. Yeah. Um, and it seems like it might be very different from the, the Supergirl TV show as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's supposed to be a, a horror uh, swamp thing, I guess, movie. Um, oh, Shrek? That, 
if it's faithful to the source material, that could be awesome. And uh, I heard great things about that TV show that only had like one season. It's okay. The problem is the source material, well, parts of it are so incredible that they were like shooting themselves in the foot by not going with it. Because the Swamp Thing movie is pretty terrible. And uh, kind of sticking, sticking with um, DC, uh, our boy Levi got into trouble because he retweeted an anti-Pfizer tweet. And uh, it's weird because, okay, the, the person that sent the tweet out originally was anti, is anti-Pfizer, but he's you know anti-vaccine. But I, uh, Gunn did say he disagrees with his uh, viewpoint. And I, I think there's a nuance there where you can be against Pfizer as a company and the profitable way that we do, um, you know, the sick business in America, where it's just literally profiting off the people, you know, being unhealthy. Mm-hmm. I think that is quite a um, gross kind of uh, way to profit. But, you know, you can still be, you I don't get the vaccines. Are making a whole bunch out of nothing, which is which is surprising to me because there's so much bad in this world right now, and there's so many evil people with a platform, and you're paying attention to something like this that is so minuscule and unimportant. I mean, why? And and so many people are just going so insanely absurd, and I'm like going, meh, M E H. Meh. Don't you? I mean, there's real problems and real bad. This is not anything. This is a nothing burger. Yeah. And I was, you know, not super a fan of Pfizer and the whole um, complex before it was cool. <laughs> the yeah. whole, you know, health, healthcare uh, business. It's such a, a, a gross and. Yeah, and how insurance companies just screw over people so many times and just make a ton of profit. And there's so many people that have insurance and that they want to get good health care and they can't. And I've been screwed over by insurance companies in my life. And I know very much a lot of people have. So you can be yeah. against uh, <laughs> Big Pharma and against the company, but still be, you know, um, in favor of getting vaccines. You know, I, I'm yeah. still. I have a Pfizer vaccine in me, and I'm fine. Um, I wouldn't want to work for Pfizer, <laughs> but it, it's just it's a different. I think there's a difference there. Yeah, like I said, nothing burger. There's there's real issues to pay attention to, and this is one of them. Yeah. So uh, I guess that's gonna be it for one fifteen. Uh, I think we caught up with all the news. Uh, there might be some more stuff that just popped up recently. Uh, we're recording this on February 19th, 2023, approximately 2 o'clock Central Standard Time. So there's probably some more news there that you don't know about. But um, sorry if we didn't cover everything. But that's going to be it for us. Bye. Oh, unless you're a patron. If you're a patron, stick around for your bonus features. Ooh. Yep, that is it for uh, this Death 3D show, February. Uh, we'll try do this. I don't know. 
every month or so. I don't want to do this every two weeks. Um, but yeah, that's it for us for this one. Bye. Bye, folks. Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Kano3D, MK Ultra, Kevin Winter, Alex Folk, and Gravity Head Zero for your financial support on Patreon.com. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Take care. Bye.